The Daily Rios, for Monday, February 11th, 2013. Podcasting. How do I do it? And why do I do it? In the past couple of months, I've been getting a number of emails with those questions or variations of on podcasting, how to start a podcast, the technical side, the content side. Perhaps it's because of the new year and people are excited in the beginning of the year and they feel like they want to podcast. Awesome. One of the things I enjoyed over the years of podcasting is whenever I would hear Derek Coward talk about podcasting on the Comic Book Noise podcast, uh, he would frequently dip into the discussion and he would navel gaze for a bit and he would riff on ideas that he has uh, thoughts on why he podcasts, on different ways to podcast, different topics. Uh, and a number of podcasters have done this on occasion. Bruce Rosenberger, Ryan Sanyo does it occasionally. Back in the day, along with Derek Coward, obviously Neil Gorman used to talk a lot about podcasting. And although I've touched on it here and there on this podcast, I haven't devoted a specific episode to it. So I've been getting these questions, I've been getting these questions on this subject of podcasting, and I call myself a podcasting enthusiast. So I figured, you know what, why not talk about it? Why not just start riffing and and see where it all leads me? Uh, So again, podcasting, how do I do it? Why do I do it? How should you do it? Why should you do it? Now, I'm the first one to always admit or always say that there are no rules. Sometimes if you just go in clean um, and you just record an episode, you know what? You might find magic. But if you're not that comfortable behind a mic and if you're not that comfortable talking, sometimes preparation is good. Structure is good. Structure will set you free. Even when I started The Daily Rios, if you go back and listen to that first episode of July 2nd of 2012, I am not all that comfortable behind the mic. I've done solo podcasting before, but uh, because of the new way that I thought I wanted to approach my own podcast, it was a little weird. It felt strange. I had to get used to it. I had to sort of wait, you know, a couple weeks. This was something I wanted to do Monday through Friday. I wanted to put it out there. I wanted to put myself out there, and that took some getting used to on, on some levels. Not, you know, I'm, I'm fairly open for the most part. Um, but it did. It took some time. Even after six, seven years of podcasting, uh, doing my own thing, That it took a little while. So um, not everybody can just hit record and start. Some people can. But if this is something you think you might want to try, and you've always thought about it, but you never knew how to go about it, well, maybe this episode, and perhaps if I do subsequent episodes, um, maybe this is a, a great way to, to kind of kickstart your ideas, and maybe um, maybe you'll start podcasting. So I'm actually going to use an email that I've, uh, I, I wrote to one individual and then have since copied it a couple of times um, whenever I get the question of, you know, what, how do you podcast and what do you do? Because uh, it, it hits certain beats that I enjoy. And what I'm hoping is, it, once you listen to, the, listen to all this, um, by all means, send me feedback. What did I miss? 
what do you want me to expand on, right? If there's something on here that I, I, I talk about that you really want to hear more about, um, you know, I'll, I'll gladly do that. Because um, this can be an ongoing thing, and, and you know, I, I love discussion. So that's really ultimately what I hope this uh, what what I hope this brings about in, in listeners. You know, is discussion, and, and maybe people will try out some of these things, and maybe it'll work for them. Maybe it won't. Um, but you know, there's no no harm in trying. Uh, this email starts with content. Um, I didn't go into technical stuff right away, uh, mostly because. I'm not the greatest when it comes to technical stuff, um, but I, I think content is very important. So what I wrote here is, here, here are the things that I think you should think about right away. First off, what is your podcast about? What is the topic? Or what are the topics? Now, when I give a lot of these examples, uh, I'll probably speak from a comic book-themed type of approach, because that's what I'm used to. But, um, you know, try to open your mind up a little bit. If, 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 it, if your podcast is not about comics, you know, try to see how it relates to your topic. So there's your first question. What is your podcast about, and what is the topic, or what are the topics? Now, that might sound easy, right? You could say, oh, I want to talk about comics. I want to talk about movies. I want to talk about music. I want to talk about my city. I want to talk about gardening, right? Those are general topics, but they're very big, right? Those are all topics that are very big. So what is your podcast about? What are the topic? What are the topics? What is the topic? And once you get that sort of big general idea, the next question I have here is, has that topic been covered before by other podcasters? If so, what makes your approach different? Now, an easy way to see if your podcast topic has been covered is to just type in Google and say podcast gardening, and you'll see all the podcasts that are going to pop up, or maybe go through an iTunes search or something like that. So if the topic has been covered before, now obviously that shouldn't deter you from doing a podcast, um, because as the second one, second question sort of suggests, what will make your approach different? Now, keep in mind that in the early years of podcasting, 2004-2005, you could answer that question, what makes your approach different? You could answer that with, it's different because it's coming from me, and I have a different viewpoint on the subject than maybe someone else. These days, it's harder to rely just on that. Obviously, because... There are a lot of podcasts covering similar topics, and you're vying for listener attention, and sometimes it's not enough just because it's a different viewpoint, right? Um, sometimes the approach needs to be different, not just the viewpoint, if that makes sense. Sometimes the way you approach the topic, not just that it's coming from you, but that maybe you're coming at it from a new angle that other podcasters haven't hit yet, or you're talking about it differently, or you're being a little creative in the way that you're talking about the topic. You know, there. okay, to go back to the comics thing, there are a ton of comics podcasts, right? Now, I'm not one of those people that thinks that there shouldn't be any more. I think there's certainly room for any number of new podcasts. It's just the way you go about it. How interesting are you? Um, how do you present the material? 
Now, if you're just doing a comics podcast and all you're doing is talking about the news of the week, well, you know, there are a lot of websites and there are a lot of podcasts that do that. That's not necessarily creative or, you know, the, the, it's not unique. Um, but maybe there's a new angle on it. Maybe you do the news, but maybe it's a way to talk about a series or a creator in general, right? So, you know, uh, there was the announcement today that Jeff Johns is leaving the Green Lantern titles um, after almost 10 years of, of being on the book. Uh, with issue 20, he's going to leave the title. So maybe that's, okay, so that's your news. You're, you open it up there. So then what you do is you do a retrospective of Jeff Johns and the, the best Green Lantern stories of the past decade, or you do an overview of his work. So it's not just enough that you say, oh, by the way, Jeff Johns is leaving Green Lantern, and this is what I think. Wow, that really sucks because I really liked his work, or wow, I'm glad because it's a new person going to be able to write the book. Wow, you know, that's great. You know, yeah, I love Blackest Night. God, that was so good. Sinestro Corps, wow, so good. But after the reboot, nah, it's not been so bad. All right, what's next in the news, right? Like, that's not enough. That's not going to be enough for me. Personally, it's not going to be enough for me to listen to you because... That's something I can see on any message board or any forum or hell, I could see it on Twitter, right? So, content, your topic. Has it been covered before? What's going to make your approach different, all right? Whether it's comics, whether it's car mechanics, whether it's how to sew, you know, try to find a, a new hook, right? I believe that every show should have its own personal hook, and that's a whole other topic. Um, let's go to title. Do you have a good title? You're going to live with this title if you're podcasting and you podcast for a while. You're going to live with it for a long time. So you want to be sure, number one, that it's not already taken, and number two, that you love it, that you really love it, or you at least can tolerate it. Because the title is important, right? It, it should tell the listener a little bit about what the show is. It should be catchy, right? Sometimes thinking outside the box is good. Does the name Amazon really make you think of books? Does Yahoo make you think of anything? No. But now they've become such a part of our lexicon, right? Amazon, Yahoo. They immediately brings to mind what those websites are about. The same thing can be true for podcasting, right? Titles are really important. And uh, it's, you know, if you can be a little creative with them, that's awesome. If you just take a bunch of words and put it in a box, you know, like, say, okay, to go back to the comics thing. If you put in a box and you put comic, nerd, fanboy, geek, uh, comic books, whatever, and you shake it all up and you roll it out on a table and you see what, what kind of pattern you get and you just name your podcast like that, that's not that's not creative. Try to find a new way to... to um, Maybe put a spin on the word, or or hell, there are tons of words in in our comic book language, right? Again, I know I'm sticking with the comic book thing, but just as as example, for instance, uh, I think I put this on my Tumblr one time, where uh, I said, you know, if somebody wanted to do a Jack Kirby podcast, the Forever People have a, a word that they say that uh, when they say it, it brings about the uh, Infinity Man or Infinite Man. I forget his name. Uh, and the word is Taru, T-A-A-R-U, I think it is, or T-A-R-U-U, -U, or something like that. Taru, they say. Now, what a great name for a Kirby podcast. Taru, the Kirby podcast, right? Like, it doesn't mean anything, but it could if you're really creative about the word and you're really creative about the content of your Kirby podcast. 
that could be awesome, right? It doesn't have to be the Jack Kirby podcast and that's it, right? Um, there are different ways that you can kind of, you know, make it interesting, make a title interesting. Now, the Daily Rios, that's not super creative. It's It's been done before. The Daily thing has been done before. But it tells you what the show's about. It tells you it's daily, and it tell you it tells you it's about me, right? <laughs> um, Ryan Sanyo took his last name, and he be, it became the Sanyo cast, right? Bruce Rosenberger has on the fly, uh, quick quick little hits of things that he's talk talking about that come to mind to him that day. Do some research. Go around on iTunes. Put it in Google. If you're doing another comic book podcast, there is a comic book wiki that lists current podcasts and podcasts that have faded, pod faded. Um, if they have pod faded, you should probably seek those people out to see if maybe they're still using the name in some other capacity or if they're going to use the name right. Don't just steal a name because you think it's pod faded. Um, see what's out there and, and, and try to be different from what's already out there because names are important. Quiet panelologists at work. It's a tongue twister, but Q-Paul, that's an awesome, you know, uh, awesome little abbreviation of what their show title is, Cupaw. I like it. And there are plenty others that I really like. You know, it's one thing that these older podcasts have, you know, used the term geek or comics or comic book or nerd or fanboy or whatever, but they've been around a long time, so they could. You know, back in, the, back in, back in 2004, 2005, you could get away with that. But these days, it's a little harder, right? I, I mean, type in The Walking Dead podcast on in iTunes, and you're going to get The Walking Dead podcast, The Walking Dead cast, The Talking Dead, The Talking Dead cast, The Walking Talking Dead. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. You know, try to be a little creative and see if there's an interesting way that you can come up with a title because t names are important, titles are important. You're going to live with it. Do some research. Make sure it's not already taken. All right, so you got your topic. You got your title. Maybe you thought a little bit about content, um, and that's something we can talk about more. But let's talk about format. Let's talk about how long will your podcast be? How frequent will your podca podcast be? How, what's the schedule? All right, This is what I mean by format in this instance. Originally, podcasting was meant to be short audio bursts of personal information, music, whatever it was you were going to put out there. Kind of like an audio journal or an audio blog. Quick 10, maybe 15 minute episodes. Get it out there. Boom, done. That was it. That's what podcasting used to be. People like Neil Gorman, Mer Lafferty, Augie DeBleek. In those early days, those were the people that I listened to. Um, there were short episodes. And I didn't know exactly when they would come out. Maybe they, Maybe they had a schedule, but I don't know. But... Uh, you know, they just put out a burst of little podcasts, maybe sometimes daily, and, and you just caught it in your feed and you listened to it because they were just these little bursts of information, right? I mean, think of Adam Curry's The Daily Source Code, right? The, the Adam Curry, the guy who pioneered podcasting. Um, it was just a little bit of an audio journal, personal journal, um, that he created and these short bursts and you listened to and you, and you felt like you were... Uh, not only caught up with his day, but with it, whatever it was that he was talking about. And he talked a lot about podcasting in those early days. Um, in fact, it's not a bad thing to go back and listen to some of those early daily source code because you can really hear what podcasting was supposed to be and how, not what it was supposed to be, but what it started out as and what it, what they were trying to do with it, right? And, and in those early days, 
it was it was the people that were really creative and interesting to listen to that that really started to kick off podcasts. And you know, Keith and the Girl, and um, oh, the 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 Dawn and Drew show. You know, that was huge, and it was just a. Uh, were they married? I can't remember if they were married. It was just a kind of girl talking about their life. That was a, and it was and some sex. It was a huge show back then, right? So back then, you could be unique. You you could cover a topic that not a lot of people were talking about. Uh, you could you could make the show what you wanted to be. Again, it still kind of hung on this whole like audio journal, audio blog thing, but you could get away with it because it was the early days of podcasting. So what what then happened is that podcasting started to um, get longer and longer. We went from 10 to 15 minutes to 30 to 60 minutes, right? Especially as topics, as more and more topics uh, started to get covered, you know, like sci-fi and books and TV, and movies, comics, music, etc. People were writing their own books and putting out their own um, audio books in different chapters. You know, Mer Lafferty, Lafferty did that a lot. So these shows went from small little blogs to uh, well, I already said the word. They went. They they started to become shows, right? Thirty to sixty minutes, um, still covering maybe a single topic or 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 more than one topic, but you know, in different segments. And suddenly, people were getting theme music, and then shows became anywhere from sixty to nine, 90 minutes, right? They became longer. Um, most people seem to feel comfortable with like a once a week kind of thing. Uh, in those early days, you could even get away with once a month and you would still have a, a decent listenership, you know, but, um, and then things start, you know, people start putting out more than one episode a week and then two episodes a week, three episodes, et cetera, et cetera. That's sort of where it started to go. And then suddenly it, it moved from becoming these audio journals to these, well, you know, kind of like internet radio shows, um, and some were very successful, Comic Geek Speak, and some pod faded, right? Because they just couldn't handle that sort of uh, commitment, I, sh I guess I should say. So in in the lead up to, to doing the Daily Rios and taking a look at the podcasting thing, this idea about doing these larger shows, these 60, 90 minute shows, sometimes two hours, three hour shows, and doing them once a week or, or maybe even more... Um, I, I thought it was getting a little bit too out of control, and I thought the way to go, especially when I started the Daily Rios, was to go back to the way it it was in the beginning, going back to quick shows, ten to twenty minutes, putting it out there as a way to find an audience, right? To compete against these larger, longer shows, I would just throw out these little ten, twenty minute things. Um, and, and in hopes of grabbing people's attentions, because you have to think about the listenership, right? The way I thought is if I would put out these 10, 20 minute shows, sometimes three minutes, sometimes eight minutes, you know, sometimes one minute, I could grab somebody's attention with that. You know, if they're going in the car or they're, uh, you know, on a bike in a, while they're exercising or they're in their office and they have f five minutes to spare and they see that there's a three-minute Daily Rios episode, you know what? They're going to listen to that. And they're going to listen to it because they see a three-minute Daily Rios episode, but they might see a two-hour pod other podcast or an hour podcast of something else. Well, they don't have an hour right at that moment and they may not want to start listening to it right away um, because they don't want to interrupt or, or you know, or they don't want to have to remember where it stopped. But a three-minute episode, boom, they can re listen to it and get it out of the way. 
If your show is shorter, chances are most people will give it more of a chance, which means you'll have more potential to build an audience. And then you can start playing with length of the podcast once you have an audience. And that's something that we did with Comic Geek Speak. We did short little bursts of episodes when we kicked off. Uh, we started with, you know, two episodes, three episodes. And then as the as the ensemble grew bigger, we had to just basically go longer. But you know what? People were still listening. So here's the thing about listeners. A lot of listeners are in their office, and they have seven hours to kill, right? Seven, eight hours to kill to listen to a podcast or four or five. So you know what? A two-hour show is actually probably pretty good for them. Don't assume that people can't listen to a longer show, right? That's not what I'm trying to say. But when you want to start a podcast and you want to get people's attentions and you want to compete with their listening time, then a shorter show is probably better. In fact, you could do a shorter show and put out multiple episodes in a week and you probably still would have a better chance of grabbing uh, listeners than if you did an hour show weekly, right? I don't know why. Don't you know? It's just one of those things that... Listening to an hour podcast is different. Like for me, it's different than to do that than it is to listen to like a 10-minute podcast that I can listen to really quick. Even if they put three other podcasts out that week. A 10-minute, 5-minute, 15-minute podcast I can listen to. I can give that. You can put out an episode a day and I will listen to it if it's that short. Uh, if it's a weekly and it's an hour, hour and a half, two hours, once a week, I'll listen to it, but chances are I want to listen to it when I know I have that chunk of time to listen to it, which means it could I could push it a little bit. I could delay listening to it. So length of episode is very, very important, especially when you're first starting out. I think there's nothing wrong with 10, 15 minutes, 5, 10, 15 minutes. It makes you a little more comfortable behind the mic because you're doing these quick little bursts and you're sort of thinking. It makes you think, right? It makes you really make your thoughts concise and to the point so that you don't flip-flop all over the place. You get your information out and you build an audience. It's funny that I'm talking about length of podcasting when I know that this episode is probably going to be much longer than I'm used to doing. But uh, there's, you know, there's some good information here, I think. Um, again, to go back to CGS, you know, when we decided to go daily uh, and put out an episode Monday through Friday, and our episodes were, you know, an hour, an hour and a half, um, we had some pushback here and there from some listeners, but I'll tell you what, I had a lot more listeners who emailed and said, thank you, I have an office job, I'm at a desk every day, I have nothing to listen to, you just gave me an episode a week, you know, I, I used to listen uh, an episode a day. I listened to Howard Stern. Howard Stern was on the radio four to five hours a day before he went to Sirius, right? And there were some people who only listened for the news. There were some people that listened to whoever the guest was. There were some people who listened to all of it. There were some people who only listened to everything but the news. What I enjoyed about what they did with their podcast in terms of time is that they didn't care. They just talked. And yes, that, you know, that kind of goes against what I've been saying, but if you are interesting and you grab a listener's attention, your episode could be as long as you want. If you're not so comfortable behind the mic, this is really for those people who are just starting out and just want to start a podcast for the first time, then maybe you need to just do little chunks because, number one, they're easier to edit. We'll talk about that. And number two, you can really get your thought, thought across, right? And don't worry about what the listeners are going to listen to or if they are going to listen or if they're not going to listen. That was the thing about the Stern Show. They just did stuff 
because it made them laugh or it, or it made them interested in whatever it was they were talking about. And if they did a bit or they did a game show or they did something and they didn't quite like it or they felt maybe the listeners didn't react strongly to it, you know what? They didn't do it again. Or maybe they did and they changed it up. You know, you have to try. You have to try and you have to experiment. And and when you have these shorter episodes, these four, five-minute, ten-minute episodes, if you need to re-record, you can. it's easier to re-record something like that than it is an hour. So all to say, to, you know, just be considerate with your time, not only for your listeners, but for yourself as well, right? And that if you're new to podcasting and you're going to do an episode... You don't know. You might need to re-record that first episode a couple times. You'll listen back. You're like, oh, I hate it. And, you know, you do it again. And that's harder to do for an hour-long episode. So think about think about length. It's very important. So let's go back to this whole idea about what podcasting used to be and then what it became. This whole idea about, you know, this audio journal, this audio blog versus a show. Here's what I think about a new podcast. Don't try and make your podcast feel like a show right from episode one. I've seen many podcasts do this where they have all the bells and whistles, they have a theme song, they have a tagline, they have four or five segments. Suddenly their whole episode becomes 60 to 90 minutes. And we already talked about that. That's too long for a first episode. And it's too much information for listeners to absorb right away, you know, depending on the topic. But what happens in that kind of thing, when, when, when a show, when a podcast tries to be a show right away, there's, there's no sense of, of creativity or, there, not that, there's, there's no organic sense to it, right? If everything is kind of laid out from episode one and then it doesn't change, it doesn't grow, it kind of gets a little, I think it gets a little static, right? Again, to go back to CGS. We had, in that first episode, the only thing we knew we were going to do from episode to episode, that Brian knew, I should say, my, the co-host that you know created uh, CGS, was that he knew he wanted to do Stump the Rios, right? Like, that was our hook. That was the thing that was different from any other show because it was a trivia segment and it featured, uh, you know, the, the, one of the hosts and, and it was unique. It was unique to CGS and it was something that, you know, stayed with it for many years. Um, that was the only thing we knew we were going to do episode to episode. Eventually... Because of the ensemble and because of discussions, you know, we started to get different segments because of something, right? You know, Shane did his World of Toys thing, and that eventually spun out into its own podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure that Murd's uh, Time Bubble podcast spun out of a discussion that they had on the show. Uh, Off the Rack was something that just kind of, it was a, a new idea for the show, not necessarily for you know, it wasn't a new idea that nobody had ever ever done a review before, but we named it on the show, right? Like we just threw out some names, and uh, all these things kind of came out organically, right? Book of the month was something we were like, hey, why don't we do this? You know, we didn't think about all this stuff right from the top. It all grew out of listener suggestions or stuff that we wanted to do, uh, and that's when a show really becomes fun to listen to when it's really unique and when you can feel it grow and it's organic. So don't don't feel like you have to make sure you got to cover this and you got to cover this and we got to do this and you got to do this and even in a 10 15 minute show you don't want it too many segments cuz that could be that's could be too much or you could shortchange yourself and not discuss a topic long enough maybe there's a lot more you need to say about something so be careful of of how you present the material for me 
I like to get to know the host in those first couple episodes. I want to know why I want to listen. It's not just because of the topic, but are you interesting? Do you have an interesting origin story based on your topic? Are you, do you have similar tastes to me? Do you have very different tastes to me? You know, I want to get to know you because it's through you that I'm listening and learning about the topic, right? If you're just doing a, a review of a comic, again, to go back to comics podcasting, if you're doing a review of a comic, okay, you know, I'll listen, but why, sh- why do I want to listen? Why do I want to listen to you talk about that comic? What do I know about you? What do I know about your reading habits? What do I know about what you like, what you don't like, where you come from, um, what your history is, right? That's really why listeners listen to people on podcasts. It's because they either make some kind of connection or the hosts are interesting or they're funny or the way they present the material is, is interesting. It's not always just about the topic, right? Are you interesting to listen to? Do I know enough about you? What do I know about you? And how does all of that inform the topic, right? Think of the Uncanny X-Cast if you listen to that show. They talk about the X-Men universe. I listen to that show because I want to listen to Brian and Rob talk about themselves and their lives. And 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 then how they talk about the X-Men is all based on through their experience, right? Brian be, being the one that has read X-Men longer, Rob being sort of the new guy. Well, not so much anymore, but, you know, it it's because of what I know about them is what makes the topic interesting. So those first couple episodes are super important. Be yourself. Talk about yourself. Talk about whatever it is that, you know, the reasons behind why you wanted a podcast. And if you're interesting, we will listen. Listeners will listen. Don't be afraid to take notes. Don't make it sound like you're reading, but you should take notes. Take some bullet point notes or write yourself some, you know, paragraphs of stuff you want to talk about. Uh, It helps. It helps to connect your thoughts and it helps to complete your thoughts and make them fresh and um, that way you don't stammer over, you know, saying the same things over and over again, right? Speak clearly, be interesting. It's easier said than done, but it really makes a difference. You know, like I said before, if you record that first episode and you feel it isn't working, record it again. Listen back to it, record it again. See what works, see what didn't work. Write some notes. The audience will never know if you edit this episode. They'll never know that you took, you know, you took out pauses and you took out ums and you took out coughs. Uh, or you took out whole ideas and, and just jumped ahead to another idea, right? If you if you edit well enough, they'll never hear that stuff. So be yourself because it's not enough to just talk about the content. It's not enough to do another Walking Dead podcast. If, you, if you're not interesting, I'm not going to want to listen. If you do a Nightwing podcast, he is my favorite character. Just because you do a Nightwing podcast doesn't mean I'm going to listen right away. I might give the first couple episodes a try, but if you're not interesting, I'm out. I'm not going to listen to it. I don't care if it's Nightwing, right? You have to be interesting. You have to present the material in an interesting way. Then you got to think, all right, am I going to do a solo podcast? Am I going to be a duo podcast or am I going to be a group this is a whole big topic, right? Are you gonna single host podcasting is hard to do. Take it from somebody who's still trying to figure out how to do it. Um, you know the Derek Cowards and the Neil Gormans and Bruce Rosenbergers and um, Augie DeBleek before he stopped doing. You know the ones that have done it for a long time. Even they're still figuring out new ways to do this thing. 
So do you want to be a single host? Do you think you have enough discussion in you to be interesting and to warrant doing a podcast week in and week out? Are you going to do a duo podcast? Do you have somebody nearby, someone whose friendship you, you know, someone, someone who, who is your friend that you can, you know how to talk to each other already and all you got to do is stick a mic in front of your mic, in front of your mouth, right? Um, the Geek Syndicate podcast is a UK-based podcast, and they are friends, and you can tell they are friends, and it makes it interesting to listen to. Same with Brian and Rob at Uncanny X-Cast. Um, group ones are hard to do if you're not all in the same room. Skype podcasts are very hard. If that quality is not decent, I, I'm kind of one of those people that if if the audio isn't perfect, I'll still listen if the content is good, right? If it's a little off, I'll still listen. I, I'll forgive it. But if you're if your audio is bad and your content is not that great, then then I'm going to have a harder time listening. And that's the problem with group podcasts. You know, you know you'll get some people who have similar tastes uh, and similar interests in different topics or in the same topic on Twitter or forums, and they're like, hey, let's start a podcast, and that's all great. Sometimes they work out wonderfully, like the Legion of Substitute Podcasts, podcasters. Um, but other times it's hard. It's hard because you don't really know the other person and you're sort of discovering who that person is through the podcast. So you can't, there isn't a naturalness to the way you discuss. Sometimes there is, but sometimes there's not. But the way you discuss topics, it's not natural, right? You, you're very polite. You don't talk over each other. And then this person has their say. And then when they're done, the next person has their say. And suddenly this group podcast, it's, they're not really having a discussion, they're just basically all having their turn in talking about a topic. And sometimes that can be interesting, but most times what you really want is a discussion. And a Skype podcast is hard to do that sometimes, unless you're, the sound quality is awesome, uh, unless you know the people really well, right? If you're going to do a Skype podcast and you're going to do a group podcast, um, maybe the best thing to do is, you know what, just everybody just get on Skype and just talk. Don't record it. Just talk. Get to know each other. Find out, you know, what it is you do and what you like and what you don't like, you know, because uh, sometimes that's hard. It's hard to listen to listen to that. It's hard to listen to a group podcast discover themselves um, unless it's interesting. And, and it's hard. It's hard to say, right? Because unless you do it, you don't know. So is it a single host podcast? Is it a duo podcast? Is it, is it a group podcast? These are other questions you need to figure out. So in the end, be creative, take risks, be yourself. Uh, again, sometimes the best thing is just don't listen to anything I say and just hit record and see what happens. You know what? If you feel comfortable enough and enough of your personality comes out, it'll feel true. It'll feel honest because people listening to podcasts, they can tell. They can tell a lot in a host's voice because they are listening solely with their ears, right? All that stuff is going right to their ears. And you're going to be able to tell if a podcaster is phoning it in or just not comfortable or they're not creative or they're not honest. You can tell because you're just, you're zoning in on that voice and you, there's just something about the way it just goes right to the ear and right to the brain that you just figure it out, especially if they listen for a long time, right? They can tell. So be real be honest, be open, um, be open to feedback, be open to changes in your podcast. If it doesn't work, change it up, do something new. And definitely have something in there that is uniquely yours. You know, what I said about a hook, right? We With CGS, it was 
uh, Stump the Rios, you know, with Indie Spinner Act, they used to do Mr. Phil's um, sequential skeletons, where he used to come up with obscure trivia about certain creators. Um, these are these are sort of segment hooks, but what is your hook, right? What is the one thing that only you can do in your show that nobody else can replicate because it is yours, whether it's personal or it's just something you haven't heard done on a podcast before. So having a hook is also very important. All right, so there you go. That's your discussion on podcasting for today. Obviously, the first of many discussions, uh, and this one about content. So let me know what I missed. Let me know what you want me to expand on. Podcasting is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I'd like to think that I've been very successful with it, certainly with CGS. Uh, so I'd like to think that I have something to say about it. And doing this Daily Rios thing has been a very interesting experiment. And there have been people who have started their own solo podcasting uh, because they've listened to the show. And, and maybe they didn't like solo podcasting uh, at first, but now they do. And they've tried it on their own. That's awesome. Um I don't have all the answers, and some of this stuff maybe you disagree with, and you want to try your own way. Great, do it, and let me know how, what you did, and let me know what you thought about it, and how you went about it. You know, again, this is a discussion. Um, it's it's not about agreeing or disagreeing. It's about discussion. You know, new ways to think about things. So, uh, hopefully, this interested you. And uh, if, like I said, if you have any questions, Peter at thedailyreels.com, or leave a comment on the episode page on thedailyreels.com website, and uh, you know. We'll get back to this in another week. All right, I'll see you tomorrow.